Everybody's all liquored up, except for me. No, I need to be. Like... <laughs> I was I was out with the squad tonight. Oh, fun. Yep. I had to ditch out early because you guys oh. are my plan A. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel honored. But it was fun. I haven't seen them in... Oh. I haven't seen them in like a week. No, it's... <laughs> in like six weeks, probably. Maybe more. We'll see. That's a long time. I know. I was going through withdrawals. <laughs> I've been going through withdrawals of us. Feels like right? it's been a month for us. I know. I We were just talking about that. Why I missed two weeks. Power outage. I was, glam I was doing some unexpected glamping. Yep. That was fun. Yep. But here we are. What's the topic du jour? Let's get into it. <laughs> I thought Jess totally had one when she busted out the bottle of wine. I'm like, here we go. Something juicy. <laughs> Let's hear it. <laughs> Dropping straight truths. Let's go, Jess. <laughs> no. It's just been a crazy couple days. <laughs> yeah. Is it me or did it feel like Monday this morning? Oh, like what Today a dumb felt day! Like Twenty twenty-four. I felt like I aged a whole year <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> I told someone that I was gonna shit everywhere if they continue to yell at me. <laughs> wow! <laughs> I said, if I get yelled at by one more person, I'm just gonna shit everywhere. And was I just, this in person? Yeah. <laughs> Yesterday, I got yelled at by a lot of people, but not yelled at because I'm doing anything wrong because they are just having a bad day. So they were yelling. So they weren't yelling at me, but I was just getting yelled at. And that happened three times yesterday. Actually, no, four. It happened four times. And so I was just not doing well yesterday. And so... I told them I was going to shit everywhere. And then my daughter, she goes, Mom, everyone has bad days. And she's like, everyone makes mistakes. I go, oh, I don't make mistakes. I'm perfect. And I smile. <laughs> and she goes, you are perfect, Mom. I go, no. Do you know how not perfect I am? I go, today I told somebody that I was going to shit everywhere so they would stop yelling at me. And she looks at me and she goes, you said that? <laughs> and she started laughing. She's like, that was a mistake, Mom. <laughs> well, it's good to creatively set boundaries. <laughs> creatively set boundaries. That's exactly what I did. <laughs> so that was fun. <laughs> and today was just, I don't know, field trip for Reese. Uh, physical therapy, MRI, conferences, and now this. So a whole hum day. Yeah. Well, I this thought wasn't wasn't the MRI supposed to be like last week or something or two weeks ago? Yeah. So I had one about a month ago, and they okay. found nothing, and so they're doing another one on my brain, and it was Hopefully supposed. Hopefully, they find something there. I hope they find a brain. <laughs> they might not. 
<laughs> and then it was supposed to be Friday, but insurance didn't approve it. So then it got rescheduled to today. And it, MRIs are just weird, man. They're the weirdest things. Like at one point, I was getting anxiety by just the sheer noise that was going on because it was like it's really loud and it goes click 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 like and then it like does different patterns and so I'm really good at like finding the pattern so every time it happened I would find a pattern and I'm like okay I'd I'd get zen and I'd find the pattern while there was one where it was just a constant for seven minutes and it was a constant scream in my brain and I started getting a headache and I started getting anxiety and I was breathing heavy and I'm like oh my gosh like that really gives me anxiety I never knew that <laughs> everything else I was fine but not that so. have you had any an MRI Ethan hmm. no I haven't had a lot um i don't know that i've i've had like maybe one x-ray um our daughter i've been in a million x-rays and You've been in a million C yeah and ct scans but no mris hmm. what about you Steve? uh i had <clears throat> one mri which turned into two because in the middle of the first mri i fell asleep <laughs> And while falling asleep, I had one moment where I kind of like jerked awake, like, oh, I'm asleep. And because I moved too much, I had to get a second one. That's funny. So. <laughs> you do. You get in like a zen place. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I mean, was yours loud, though? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I was it was just like, all right, well, I'm just I just got to relax. And yeah. I just kind of dozed off. And <laughs> yeah. Whoa, here I'm awake well, again. And <laughs> every so often, like it gets really quiet, like it, the, the pounding stops, and then it starts back up again. And one time I twitched, I was like, ah, jeez, screw the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But so that's why I'm drinking. I'm drinking because it's Thursday. That's that's a corporate life right there. Start drinking Thursday. Uh -huh. <laughs> and an early jump on Friday. Right, yeah, right. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, that's all I have. Ooh, I finished my bedroom. Like, I um, painted my bedroom and I put candles everywhere and I put my crystals everywhere. And I have a little water feature and I have some plants. Like it's all like done. Do you so ever worry about candles and them like catching on fire? It's the fake candles. So no, I have a remote control. Okay. On. Safety Real candles can also like... like have soot too and they get yeah. your house dirty. Yeah, I would never do real candles because I have 12 candles on my wall now, like sporadic on my wall. And it looks super cool, but I would never have real candles because you'd have to light each one of them. I have like 15 foot ceiling in my bedroom. So. Wow. 15 yeah. feet. I think so. 
I feel like it's 15 feet. That's that's quite a distance. Yeah, but I have such a small, like my bedroom, you can just see behind me, it's from there to there. So it's not that long. It just has a really big slant or... Hmm. Well, that's good. I miss having taller ceilings in a house. Mm. Ever since we downsized and bought this 1950s house where the walls are closing in on me. Mm. Where there were no regulations when they like the house I grew up in it's because it's around here it's 1950s too and there's like a dormer on it it's, there was no code back then when they added that dormer like the one wall one of the walls was south facing of the dormer and it would get super hot like the inside of the wall would be warm or cold depending on the time of day and the season outside so like in the dead of summer the wall would be super hot yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. They just like right on the ceiling of the house. Like they just, we'll just put this stuff on here. Yeah, it's only like seven feet. <laughs> yep. Or the what basements is... from those 50s houses are crazy too. Okay. <laughs> really, yeah, they feel really small. Um, yep. You call it a dormer? Yeah. What's a dormer? It's like, so that yeah like the thing that just comes straight out from the roof of the house and there's usually like two windows like two bedrooms up there oh yeah yeah. i didn't know what that meant how so are like you guys oh yeah i was good we gonna do the number the number scale hmm what remind me what the scale is yeah i i don't want to do oh, it you, like, you, you do don't want to do you don't want to do the scale uh, every time we do it, I'm like a one. You never do it when I'm like a 10 and I'm happy. <laughs> so <laughs> like it's one to 10? Was it 10 or five? I can't I remember. I think it was five. I think it was five. Hmm. Solid <laughs> three or four. Yeah, Better than I was four. a year four. ago or so. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm a four too. It always helps to go out drinking with the lads, though. So that, <laughs> you know, my my scale is skewed. Yeah, we'll ask Jess in like 30 minutes, and the alcohol's kicked in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a five and a half. Interesting. Yeah. No, I think I'd be a four. I was talking to Brooke about how, like, not every day can be perfect. So, like, everything is going to be ups and downs, and I've just had my down for the past couple days, and it's actually going to come back up. So I would say I'm a four. Nice. Wow. That's pretty good. Ethan? Four. Solid four. Solid. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Are you a four, almost five? Or are you a middle four? Or are you a low four? No, four, <laughs> almost five. Nice. Yep. What makes it so good? Um, like right now, you're asking, you're asking me like, what's the difference? Like what's going on now or? Sure. Oh, um, I don't know. So like, I'm just making changes and they're 
changes that I haven't done before. There's a couple of things. So one is changes I haven't done before and like big changes, like just, and I mean like, I don't know, big, like I want to say radical, like, you know, like I wanted to delete all the emails and like, so I've got Gmail, right? So I wanted to delete all of them that are archived. I can't do that because I just needed one from like five years ago. I needed a serial key for a program that I refused to pay monthly for when I bought it. And oh, it still works. And I'm like, I have the key. I'll just double check my email and see if I got the number. It was in there. And I'm like, well, I can't just wipe this out. But I can <laughs> with work emails. I can keep it clean. Yes, yes. In my work inbox, which I've done. So <laughs> stuff like that. And like moving a lot of like personal things backed up in the cloud, taking them out of the cloud, putting them back on like a locally backed up place and maybe encrypting that and doing the encryption backup in the cloud or something. And so going through old things there and getting rid of it. That's what I mean by like radical. <laughs> Sounds very radical. <laughs> For like, so I plan on starting the 75 hard in April. Mm. Um, and I'm have to like I have to make a plan to actually get to it. That was the other thing, is like, because uh, you can't. It's really difficult to go from like zero to seventy five hard. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, well, if I'm gonna do this, I have to work up to it. Like otherwise, I'm setting myself up to yeah. fail. And so it is very humbling to like, you know, have been off the fitness train and to have to feel like you're starting from square one again I it is so it. so humbling to just yep. be like i'm the noob in the gym again yep i just did it i signed up for the gym <laughs> two weeks ago and i hate it it was surprisingly more difficult um i don't know what it was like i just i think me putting out like that i'm gonna start the 75 hard this day and i've got like this is when it's gonna go from to here to here and understanding like these are the steps I have to take to actually make it so I can achieve that was very helpful. And that removed whatever mental block I had yeah. about going to the gym. So like I've got, was it this week I started two days, two times of cardio. Nice. Um, and then next week I'll start lifting and then I'll have a whole solid month of two day workouts anyway so when the 75 hard comes it's like super strict like water and the reading and um the diet but the workout should be no problem yeah <laughs> that's awesome i'm excited for you that's like you said it's hard getting back in and back on that pony and i thought like you know how they say oh once you know how to ride a bike you'll always know how to ride a bike i thought that same with the gym oh I freaking owned three gyms. Oh no. Oh no. Going back into the gym was extremely intimidating. Still is. Like, I see all these pretty people around me and I'm super intimidated to go over by the free weights, which I love free weights and I don't want these men around me. Like, I don't like it. And so I need to get my confidence back. I'm surprised you are not intimidated walking into this podcast. With these very fit men right here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I fit into things. Yes, I do fit into things. You don't you don't seem at all intimidated, Jess. What's going on? Because I know you. <laughs> <laughs>
yeah the gym is the gym is weird um because like that's all in your own head like for sure there are people get like there are cases where people get bullied or made fun of like that happens but for the most part it's like it's in your own head and then it takes a few times when you go to the gym to realize that nobody cares like everybody's doing their own thing and i think there's it's cool like i like the gym because it's like this understood thing that like everybody's there working on themselves and it doesn't matter like where they are in their journey like so that's why nobody pays attention to anybody else or criticizes i mean it's the midwest who knows they might be criticizing in their head (laughs) it's just like going to the bar everybody's working on themselves doing their own thing (laughs) no different (laughs) it kind of is like going to the bar but i have more confidence in the bar than i do the gym (laughs) i walk in that bar and i'm like i own this bitch (laughs) but there's a lot of experience in the bar that's why (laughs) but in the beginning of me going to the bars i didn't have that confidence sure well when now when you go to the bar you realize these are my people at least (laughs) i think Exactly. Yeah, they, <laughs> these people speak my language, you know. It's great. Don't yeah. worry. The gym will feel that way in no time. I know. Yeah. Especially if you walk in with a bottle of wine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Ethan, are you going to get a personal trainer or anything for the hard i have one oh not for the 75 hard so like i still have but she's the same person i've been working it's really funny because like when we first started working together she was like she'd like just turned 20 because she was just at the gym so she was like a random person and i went in and got signed up and like they're like we're gonna get you set up with this person i'm like that little girl over there okay (laughs) (laughs) and so and i've told her that story it's like but yeah it's the same same person haven't stopped like since we i mean it's um yeah it's been a while <laughs> yeah so i can't remember if i told her that i was doing that but um and now she's uh she's farming now so she's not around all the time but um i'm one of the lucky few that she let like when i'm in town like we'll still i'll still train i'm like all right sounds good wait like real farming like she's yeah farm- real farm Yes, oh. real farm. <laughs> I thought you were talking about like sales. They're like no. people who are in sales are called like farmers and gatherers. Like, <laughs> crops or livestock or both? Crops. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good. I'm excited for you. And I was about to call it hard 69. <laughs> 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 What's it called? Uh, it's 75 hard or hard 75, whatever you want. Hard, okay. I'll whatever try you to want. remember that. <laughs> that. That is fantastic, Jess. I, I don't then, even know where to go with that. Yeah, no, we know where to go. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, like the, that whole thing is like, it's not really a fitness thing. It's more of like a mental fortitude thing yeah because it's 75 days and it's rough so i already feel like i've won because like you got to start somewhere and like i'm already working my way up to it 
it sucks how long it takes but at the same time it's like it is cool like how quickly like you start to feel different when you start doing that kind of stuff is it the but, mental toughness program it's the iron man for your brain that's the one oh i think if you just search 75 hard so huh. it's 75 days only drink water you got to stick to a diet. You can pick whatever one you want. You got to do two workouts, 45 minutes each. One's got to be outside. You got to read 10 pages a day. Oh, I did hear about that. Hmm. So like it's, um, whatever I want, I got a stack of books behind my head. Okay. <laughs> and... My I don't, question well, still stands. I know that's in April. I don't know. I don't know if we'll see. There's some fun ones in there. Um, I don't know if I'm going to. What's the orange one? The subtle art of not giving a fuck. Um, I don't know if I'm going to save that one for April or not. Okay. But that might be. That was my thought today. I'm like, maybe I'll wait on that one. But sure. there's things in there like game storming. Um, something about removing structures to make people creative. I don't remember the name of that one. Hmm. Jess, are you reading? Are you a reader? Um, you reading right now? I'm reading about what 75 hard is. Um, but no, <laughs> I'm a skimmer of information and I like listening to things ever since. I worked at Best Buy and it was a 50 minute commute. I was listening to audible books. And ever since then, I, it's been hard for me to go back to reading when I know I can walk on the treadmill or go for a walk or be in my car and listen to things. And I'm more of a, like, I'm a visual learner, but like reading and comprehending, which my daughter has a problem with as well. Like I can read something and comprehend it, but when I listen to it, it like sinks in better for me. So hmm. Interesting. You're a reader. Right? You're a big reader. Yep. And I used to do a lot of books, audio books when I was commuting yeah. two hours each way. Yeah. Geez. I would, oh, I would burn through the books. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I enjoyed that. Uh, but currently I'm reading a Jack Reacher novel. Um, I'm four-fifths of the way through it. Is that like the TV show? Yes. Yes. The, does that hurt, does the that books hurt your are based on the TV that? show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's what I'm reading right now. Although my sister just gave me three books for my birthday. And so I'll be reading those, which are like murder mystery type books, but based in the Boundary Waters, which is right in my wheelhouse. No, that's horrible. <laughs> like, why would you, you're like, there's nobody around you in the middle of nowhere. Why would you want to read about people getting murked out in the middle of nowhere? Where you're gonna uh, go? I don't know that it's specifically in the Boundary <laughs> Waters, but near. Yeah, I know. It'd be great for me to, you know, read these and then be like, I'm never going up there again. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. <laughs> Although the, the, the truth is stranger than fiction. I don't know if you knew that in the last few years, there were some incidents near the Boundary Waters where some people 
on lakes that allowed boats that were technically in the boundary waters there would be campers and these young guys would go out there in their boats and harass the other campers mm. so badly that they got arrested and thrown in jail for wow. many years for some very bad bad stuff interesting yep i have not heard of that yep that uh that was no good i mean it was bad stuff like murder no it was uh like hey i am going to threaten you you tree huggers and i'm going to rape your wife and children got it that Ooh. kind of stuff yeah and they were strangely enough i think within cell phone range and they were reported a couple of boats motorized boats and so one boat got back to the landing where the sheriff was waiting for them confiscated their phones immediately and said basically get in the back of the car yeah. and then waited for the others to show up oh and wow all got rounded up and it was it was something but it's over and done with hasn't it happened. is it is and, and basically they said we are going to make I, I shouldn't say an example out of you but we are not going to go light yeah and this is not going to happen again yeah 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 so, but i've you know i've been up there 25 30 times and never had any issues so but i've also never camped on lakes that allow motorized boats like right right i'm, I'm like i got i gotta get off those lakes that's, exactly. that's why i'm here so <laughs> exactly yeah so what do you guys think of all the weird ass shit going on in the world like with the ufos and the train derailments and the like Kenya splitting in half and the earthquakes and <laughs> Turkey and like the big red cloud like I I can't twenty three has started oh. off fantastic we have already topped twenty twenty two and twenty twenty one yeah well <laughs> is this topping COVID <laughs> that was 2020 so I don't that's why that I didn't say 2020 because I don't know yeah. if it quite tops that I think I think natural disasters just are going to happen are yeah. we going to have more of them perhaps but we also we have an easier time reporting on them wherever they happen yeah um, but like the whole Kenya that was not a natural disaster it just cut in half yeah. There was no earthquake. There was no storm. Someone just woke up and their backyard was cut in half. Like, that's not a natural disaster. That is just, like, the weirdest thing ever. Uh -huh. Well, I'm sure there's an explanation for it that we'll, we'll probably find out, like, why it happened. One of the things that I'm um, troubled by, bemused by, is we have these, you know, the spy balloon stuff. Okay. Spy balloons from other countries. Somehow we have turned it into a a party issue within our own country. Oh, what issue? How did, what did we turn like, it into? Like, it's a party issue. Like, oh. hey, 
you know, we didn't handle this properly. You know, this is a problem with the administration. It's like, wait a minute, let's let's deal with the problem first externally before we look internally at any. Exactly. That that stuff just like aggravates me beyond belief. Yeah. Yeah, politics is basically a entertainment now. It's not and has been for a while, but like really recently within the last five or six years. That's just that's all that it is. It, it's I, a form of of uh grade school bullying. If I can put the target on somebody else, it won't be on me. Yep. Absolutely. What are the UFOs called now? They're called something different. They created a new name for them because they didn't like the word UFO. Well, I think they've, because UFO stands for unidentified flying object. That doesn't mean aliens. Like, let's be clear about <laughs> I know. that. It's I like, know. So it's like, they don't know what it is, but it's flying. But they're, oh, they're calling it UAPs. Hold on. Unmanned aerial, I don't know what the P would be. Payload or something like that. Okay, UFOs were initially defined as those objects that remained unidentified after scrutiny by expert investigators. Through today, though today the term UFO is used to refer to any unidentifiable sighting regardless right. whether it's been investigated yep uap unidentifiable anomalous 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 phenomena oh my gosh who's supposed to pronounce that unidentifiable anomalous phenomena Ob observation yeah, of guy that cannot unidentified be aerial phenomena it sounds the same it's the same thing <laughs> it just means the same thing like get out of here you guys exactly. <laughs> seriously it's not, it's not a ufo it's a uap it's okay yeah all right wordsmith thank you <laughs> they don't want you they don't want anything to be called ufos anymore <laughs> Oh, I think people freak out about UFO because I do think people, yeah. when they hear UFO, they're like alien stuff, yeah. which it's yeah. not, never has been. Yeah. Yeah. We'll so. figure it out eventually. What? What's that right there, Steve? Oh, yeah. What's what? The this behind, behind me? me? Mm -hmm. Way behind me. I don't know, my wife is digging around back in the back room and I'm like, what are you doing back there? You're doing something. <laughs> is that a planet or a moon? Junk. I think that room. is a planet. That is, I don't think that is a moon. I have no idea. I just have a collection of space photos and I throw them up here rather than display all the junk that's sitting behind me. Tell, And I've decided my new objective for the next year is to every week throw out a bin full of junk that I no longer need. So that nice. is my goal. Goal. Every week, like, I'm just going to pick something that I haven't used or thought about in years, and that's going. Boom. Gone. That's a great I'm idea. Starting, and I'm starting with my closet of clothes. 
Yeah. Um, someone was telling me that a way to identify a pair of clothing that you haven't worn in a long time is flip the coat hanger the other way. And then you have that timeline of, okay, I'm going to look again in six months. And in six months, if I haven't flipped that coat hanger the other way and used it, get rid of it. I like it. Tip, pro tip, which I've never done before, but pro that tip. That is a good one. That is a good one. Mm -hmm. Did you see the article about, was her name Marie Kondo or whatever? The She's the lady that was like the declutter phenomenon a few years ago okay. and um the upa or uap yeah, yeah. so she UAP was a big cluttering so she was a big everybody was like jumping on the bandwagon and now she says she can't do it because uh kids take up too much of her time because she's had kids since then well hey welcome to the rest of the world <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah this is why you could do it then and not now <laughs> Yeah. I, what I'm worried about is when I go through my closet and go, okay, what haven't I worn in a while? Well, I've been in COVID for two years. If I'm not, you know, I got to keep my sweatpants and my pajamas yep. and my hoodies. Everything else, I'm going to throw it away and then later go, oh, maybe I needed that. <laughs> I feel like the swing for going back into the office is going to be coming in like 2024. Like it's a couple of our customers are already asking for it. Steve, you know, Yep. Um, but I really feel like in 2024 businesses are going to start demanding that they use the space that they bought. You know what I mean? They, they're right. renting it or, you know, they want to find the space for sure. They do. They need to justify it. And so I feel like that's going to start happening and not very many people are going to be happy. And then they're going to have to go buy more clothes because I don't know about you, but I got a little bit bigger. And so even if I did have my old clothes from three years ago, they don't fit now. <laughs> yeah. No, I hear you. I think it'll be interesting. Um, Cause I think there's still going to be a lot of pushback. Oh, for sure. And <clears throat> Maybe right now, maybe less pushback because of the economy. But, you know, even a year ago when the economy was better, there was tons of pushback. Like, yeah. like if you're going to force me to come back, I am leaving. I quit. I'm leaving. Yeah. I'm going to find yeah. somebody that's not going to force me. Yep. Yeah. But it's starting to swing. It's starting yeah. to. Yeah. And now in my situation, my customer is saying, Hey, we're going to reinstitute this hybrid model and bring people back in. <clears throat> I don't think it will impa impact me uh, because they don't have room for contractors. So, hey, bonus. But to be, fa to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, uh, my team is spread out over multiple states. Yep. So probably, probably a minimum of six different locations. So me going to the office, what am I really going to get from that? <clears throat> However, let me counter with this little gem. If we want to be remote, and I'm saying in general, we like as a general populace, mm -hmm. 
my theory is we need to do things, and this may be contrary to your opinions. This is just my opinion. We need to be very conscious about things like how do we communicate better if we're going to be remote? One of those is <clears throat> picking up on nonverbal cues, which means be on camera. Like we have the technology, we have the bandwidth, we should be on camera. And yet I still am in meetings where a significant population refuses to go on camera. And I think that is a deterrent for better communication and a deterrent to arguing that you can work remotely. I agree. I 100% agree with you. Ethan, you're quiet. Usually, like, I don't want to be on camera. I don't need to be on camera. I just need to run my Jeopardy game. <laughs> What's the point of being on camera? As long as I can see you, I don't need yes, to be on camera. Exactly. Arr, get out of my yard. Let's hear it, Ethan. But it never bothers me when people don't want to be on camera. And even if they, even if they're never on camera, I've never found that to be a barrier to be able to understand, like, what they're feeling or thinking and to be able to do my job or their job effectively. Hmm. So I would say for the most part, I can be just as effective. I would argue the team would be more effective if you could see nonverbal cues like things where you know the person understands or where they might look confused or when they're not even paying attention. I have noticed that the people who are not on camera tend to have lower velocity and lower output and lower engagement than the ones on camera. I agree. That is an observation that I have told many people at our organization and which then tends to be an indicator of how successful they are at the engagement. And I see it and I agree with you, Steve. Yep. I think that, I think that is, that observation is absolutely true <clears throat> on the teams that I am on. Yep. So it like, there's people who, and I call them coasters. And I don't know if it's a derogatory term because I feel like people can coast. And a lot of times the coasters are the ones who don't put their cameras on because they don't want people to see them. They don't want people to like recognize that they're not actually like paying attention. And then when they are not paying attention, somebody usually calls them out or follows up with them. So there's, there's just some people who are okay with that. And what's... There's an anti-work movement going on right now, or not now, I guess. Um, Reddit has like a, a sub of anti-work, and people literally are like, I'm going to go to work today, but I'm not going to work. If anybody asks me to work, I'm going to get pissed, and I'm going to start throwing it back in their face, and I'm going to say, my grandma died, how dare you make me work, or something like that. <laughs> And, like, people are literally talking about, like, working, like, getting paid, but, like, not working. So, basically, stealing. Yeah, pretty much. Hmm. I started looking into it, but I got frustrated, so I had to stop thinking about people who actually 
try to do this. I was gonna say the the first hit that came up in that in that uh, yeah. search was Reddit anti work Fox News, which is usually never a good indicator. Oh, it says unemployment for all, not just the rich. Huh. <laughs> Fascinating. Yeah. Yeah, the anti-work movement. What companies can learn. What is this? Let's see, they've got an FAQ here. <clears throat> and and I can see how people get into the spiral of that and it, it, and it could easily start with something simple like they feel underappreciated. So then they feel like, okay, I'm not appreciated. I'm not going to work. And yeah. then they don't work. And so they don't impress anybody. And they and that gets projected by the other people where they're like, you're not doing anything. And it just turns into this spiral. Yep. So I can see that. And I can understand it. But part of me is like, don't you get like there are days where I'm I don't get anything done for whatever reason. Yeah, for sure. Usually it's meetings. Day it, it's days when I have tons of meetings. <laughs> yep. I 100%. get to the end of the day and I'm like, I I want to kill myself, not literally, but this was such an awful day. I do not feel good. I do not I do not feel like I earned my paycheck. And I don't think of it in in those terms, like I didn't earn my paycheck. I just feel like I didn't accomplish anything. Yep. I don't, I don't feel good. Yeah. And I can usually rebound like, okay, the next day I maybe don't have as many meetings and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get this done and this done and this done, boom, boom, check all these things off. But I can see where if somebody has a number of those unimpressive days in a row where you start circling the drain. I was talking How do we help those people? How do we help me if I'm in that situation? I don't know. I was talking to my boss about this because I was in that circle for two months because I didn't have any engagements to work on. It was like, I need to work. And I was talking about how I don't feel a value if I'm not contributing. I have to contribute. And if I don't, I don't know what I'm doing here. I don't know why I'm here. It's like, I have to contribute. And then it got, it picked up and I'm starting to contribute again. And I said to my boss, I said, can you imagine like how people feel when they really can't contribute and they stop doing things and then they stop doing this and then they stop doing this and like you said they like get into like a depressive state and they just stop working like i can't imagine being like that because i can't help somebody like that that's hard yep. i wouldn't know what to do like my cousin is actually in that state right now she's extremely depressed has extreme anxiety can't work like she's literally she can't drive she can't work she can't do anything like she can't get out of that state and you can't like there's nothing i can do to force her to think differently it's the hardest thing i don't know 
I don't know that answer. Ethan, what's your advice? <laughs> uh, okay, so I was multitasking, if you couldn't tell. The camera didn't help, did it? Didn't help, did it? Nope. I'm riveted by Jess's story about her cousin, and I'm I'm (laughs) inside feeling sick about this person, trying to figure out how to help, and you are multitasking. Multitasking. Uh, No, so I wanted to know a little bit more about the anti-work subreddit and why it exists. And so basically, it's kind of a shock value slogan to help problematize issues in the workplace that exist today. So it's less about actually being anti-work and more about trying to have a conversation about some of the problems that workers face. What are um, those? Like getting asked to work? <laughs> Boom. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you ask me to work? See that well, I think back so, here right there? That's the truth bomb. That, yeah. yeah, so when I looked at the Reddit, the reason I wanted to, because I looked at the Reddit and it looked like a bunch of meme stuff. And I'm like, okay, this is weird. Why is, what are these things? And so, yes, I think that, uh, I think those types of things that you're seeing, Jess, are more memes rather than like what people are actually doing. Um, so you're talking about, people who are depressed it's or have and so now you're you said it was your sister my cousin your cousin yeah i was close by like one branch <laughs> 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 they um so are they diagnosed depressed or yeah. anxiety okay so they do they have medication typically and they're not able to get it or something or the medication's not working she's yeah the interesting thing about medication so like that's one of the other things if you've ever had a friend who's had depression or lost people or know somebody that has been lost to depression like it's exactly like you were saying there is like literally nothing you can do um to help those people because we're not professionals in how the mind works or you know how things are balanced in the body and how to fix those. And so, you know, trying to employ, like if you're in a leadership position and you have someone on your team that's in, that has those things going on, there's no training or tactic in a business setting that's gonna allow you to deal with that. Other than maybe being supportive and understanding and, you know, trying to do things like lighten their load or delegate or, trying to come up with some creative solutions similar to like like an individualized workplace plan <laughs> for them <laughs> that's not a pip yeah yeah because <laughs> pips are usually like that's one step away from getting fired usually yeah we, we talked I, about feel, that. I feel like we've covered that one we totally have talk, we talked about that <laughs> well um, and so one I of the things i do know about like medication is that sometimes it's not enough and so like things just get what the what you what doctors try to do is they try to find in like the case of anxiety they try to get you enough medication that it deals with whatever that baseline is so that you're like consistent most of the time the problem is there come times where you like your anxiety is over that what your medication can deal with um and that's never good when that happens 
yeah it's hard my... i mean it's like yeah if they're seeking help they have a doctor they're on medication if they're working there's nothing you can do like you're not gonna say something right you're not gonna be like well just suck it up like that's not gonna <laughs> have you tried not being anxious about all that stuff <laughs> I totally didn't even think about that. You're right. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> that was funny. Oh, I'm exhausted. All right. That's our cue.